0: I'm John, and tonight, today, I want answers about Matt Kirshan. There's no stopping us now because we're live. John wants answers.
1: John wants answers. Give John, answers. Give John, answers. John, wants answers. John wants answers. John wants answers. Give John answers now.
0: Thank you. You may be seated. Check your calendar. If it says September 12th, 2015, then we're live. My guest today is Matt Kirshen. Hi, Matt Kirshen.
1: Hey, John wants answers. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? I like how you're still, you've been doing the show for a while and you still get to be baffled by, not just like the fake baffled at the beginning (laughs) of the show, but just all the setup as well. Like the bits that they don't get to see still just.
0: I think they saw some of it today. They did
1: see some of it. Some of it was, I think we were a fair way into the setup before someone went, oh, by the way, people at home are watching this right now. (laughs) The bit before the show starts. You know the bit that people, like many shows, Many shows wouldn't do that. Many shows aren't brave enough to show the bit when no one's ready.
0: Right, brave is what we are.
1: Yeah, yeah. Most, most people kind of think, no, we'll show the bit when everything's in place and professionalism can ensue. But you're like, nah let's kind of go straight in with the- uh, people, uh,
0: people tell me all the time, John, you're so brave for doing this.
1: Yeah, I hope that was a chair squeaking noise you made as you went forward and it wasn't- Oh, that was my phone. Um, telling oh, that they, was your phone buzzing.
0: I have to go for a walk in in five minutes, so we gotta. Oh, you gotta rest this one then. Wrap this up quickly. <laughs> um, Matt Kirshen. If you don't know Matt Kirshen, he's from television. From um, television. <laughs> I first saw Matt Kirshen on Last Comic Standing. That was a while back now. A while back, that's when I first saw you. And yep. then he's Since then, you've been on The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. I have. You've been on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. I have been on that, too. And and you've been on numerous things. You've been on Comedy
1: Central and... I've been on various different things, yeah. A little little TV. Every so often someone from TV decides they want to put me on there, and I've. who am I to say no? Exactly. Who am I to deny what they want? Who am I to... (laughs) Like, after they've begged me to do their show, after my agents repeatedly inquired if I could do it, and I'm like, ah, yeah, well... Go on then. You wouldn't Let's believe make it happen. The number of calls it took for us to get you on here today. Yeah, I mean, we've like, been what?
0: talking to you for like a
1: year almost, I think. Was it that long? Yeah. Because, like, like we should make it clear this isn't like a continuous process of like, like, I'm in this <laughs> part of the country maybe once a year. Yes. So what you actually mean is we tried to set it up last time I was coming through town and we couldn't the, make it work. The last time you were here in this part of town. Yeah. I saw you and said, "Hey, you want to be on my show?" And you're like. Someday. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I think around that time, I was, I had no daytime three. Okay. And this time, I'm maybe this time, far less popular. Here we are. So, stood in front of a genuine brick wall that you built just for the occasion. Exactly. So, brick walls, that's popular for stand-up comedy. For American stand That's a very American stand-up comedy thing. Oh. Uh, but I, I do stand-up comedy in America now, so that's what I like. I think it probably is because of the improv, or there was one particular... What always surprises me is you go to some comedy clubs, like some of them have brick walls, and they're like, we'll leave the brick wall there, and that'll Mm -hmm. be the background. But some don't naturally have brick walls as buildings, so they either build brick walls behind, or they have a backdrop that's like a painting of a brick wall that they install in front of the normal wall. you You don't have to. You don't have to have that aesthetic. You could you could have curtains or like it like sort of theatrical drapes or mm-hmm. some other kind of backdrop or just whatever the wall happens to be with a little design on it and but no, they're like brick wall that's what was it the improv that started that you think I don't know I don't know enough about American comedy history but I think it might have been but I don't know, maybe it gives this impression that like all comedians are effectively just shouting in an alleyway <laughs> I think that's the look they're going for they're like like there's there's cats boning just over there <laughs> and there's some has being knocked over and in a second star skin cutch are gonna drive through at speed but right now there's a guy who's telling some jokes and that's what we're here for <laughs> that sounds like a great show i would watch that show yeah with cats in the angry starts, alleyway her- comedy show yes start it now you heard it here first if, it, if someone does this we have the copyright Matt, matt's angry alleyway comedy <laughs> hour and it'll be people trying to do stand-up in an alleyway Uh, with all of the distractions that an alleyway entails. Maybe someone's doing drug deals just off camera. uh, And you've got to deal with all of that and... Just the angry comedians, like Louis Black and uh, that kind of guy? Oh no, I think you should have that as well, absolutely. But there should be, we shouldn't restrict it to that. We should have mild-mannered comics Mm -hmm. as well. Maybe someone trying to do some, maybe like a genteel sketch duo (laughs) competing for (laughs) attention with some restaurateurs having a smoke. (laughs) Cause uh, <laughs> A lot of things happen in our alleyways. spaghetti house will be next door and they'll be just like watching. Yeah, alleyways are very exciting places. <laughs> there might be there, there there might be someone's lover trying to escape down the fire escape. Because <laughs> the angry husband's come home and, and this is all stuff that you're gonna have to either ignore or incorporate into your act. So there'll be a potpourri of subplots during the comedy class. And I think yeah. if the series goes on, you'll get to know some of the characters. You'll be <laughs> like, oh that's that's Rodrigo, he works in the kitchen just opposite, and he tries to have a smoke break once every 15 minutes or so, so you're gonna get to see him quite a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> All right, uh, so last comic standing, yes. that's where I know you from. You yeah. don't know me from that, but I know you from that. No, because TVs are generally only a one-way process. Yeah, right. Um, what season were you in? I was season five, which was 2007. Five. Okay. And that was the season where they went international. That was their, their big their gimmick. Hook. Yeah, their gimmick that season was they did the auditions across America, but they also went to Montreal in Canada, Sydney, Australia, and London in England, which is where I went. So international just means three other countries that speak English. Three other countries that speak English. So the year after that, they went more international. uh, But rather than going to all those places, they flew something like 30 to 40 people to Mm -hmm. Miami from Uh different countries. They had an Israeli guy. They had uh, an Indian guy. they They had a few other people from non-English-speaking, non-traditional comedy they countries. All they all did their set in English, yes. okay. They all did their set in English, Okay. They weren't that
0: experimental. Because I think it'd be crazy to have, like, a Japanese guy like just so make it to, like, the third round, and no one knows what he's saying the <laughs> <Yeah>. entire time.
1: <laughs> With maybe, like, a UN-style translator. <laughs> like, everyone just has their <laughs> earpieces in for that time, and there's someone just slowly, uh, he says.
0: <laughs> so so you uh,
1: auditioned in in London, and yes, it was is. there just the one winner from London? Was that you? Uh, no, um... So three of us went through to the semi-finals from... Actually, no, it was only two. Because Gina Yashere was another finalist on my season, and she's English, but she actually came through the Australian audition because she was on tour oh, uh, in Sydney at the time. That's a trick. Yeah, so they... <laughs> and, and Americans can't easily tell the difference between British and Australian accents. They right. might have thought she was an Australian <laughs> one. And then there was a... Did Buckstar audition? S- Buckstar. Buck There's this guy named Buckstar Oh, would he, he showed up on various different seasons, hasn't like he? Like
0: every single audition he would go to on the road and follow That's them around. That's
1: right. And he never wo- picked him until he, he wore him down, but he didn't make it very far. I think he might have been on that season, but he came through maybe Minneapolis that time or uh-huh. <laughs> or Phoenix. I don't know. But yeah, he, he's definitely cropped up more than once. I remember that happening. So did you win? No, I didn't, but oh. thanks for the reminder. <laughs> Look at where I am right now. Do you think I won? <laughs> you, think?
0: you are on an award-winning TV show. We've won awards. Oh yeah, we've had
1: stars on the show. Um, um, it was a good season for people. With hindsight, uh, who but is so John Reap won my season. John Reap. Uh, but my season also included um, Lavelle Crawford, who's now who then cropped up in Breaking Bad. Okay. Uh, had Doug Benson, who's all over the place. Doug
0: Benson, he's funny.
1: And there was a, a calm, there was someone called Amy Schumer, but she's kind of disappeared a bit as oh, well. Amy she's Schumer. kind of...
0: Was she in your season?
1: Yeah, she was my season, but you know. Oh, can I, you... Can I you hope she's her... doing okay. I don't know what she's doing these days, but oh. I, hope she's, I hope she's scraping by. Oh, can you get her on my show? You Almost Amy... certainly not. Oh, you're not in contact <laughs> it's anymore? Like, she's, a, she's a hard person to pin down these days. She's, okay. She's doing quite a few things.
0: Well, I'm surprised you didn't win, because you are a comedian, I remember. And and I don't remember like all the comedians on that show, so I remember I was probably rooting for
1: you from the very beginning like, oh, that guy. I appreciate that, and the thing I've told people since when I've had friends of mine who were on subsequent seasons is (laughs) it's very distracting having what's basically a telephone fart machine on the table. Like, maybe put a cloth underneath it so that it absorbs some of the... (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we've got some tweets coming in already. <laughs> well,
1: that's excellent. Viewers are excited. <laughs> what, I've told my, what I've told various friends of mine who've done the show since is, you probably won't win. Only one person's going to win. Uh-huh. Your main goal in it is to be remembered and come out of it with fans. Yes. And that kind of happened for me. Like, I was on it enough, I got enough screen time, I got put up for enough challenges that I came mm-hmm. out of it with some, uh, like, a decent following. Uh, and then that let me tour America, and then that led to mm-hmm. some other TV opportunities.
0: Like, uh, the winners are, are usually great comedians, but yeah. I often discover a lot of other comedians who I go see live in the clubs after that, who weren't winners.
1: Yeah, the winners are often not the people who then go on to be the most successful after that, then who mm-hmm. knows? I mean, there's, there's no way of telling. And then there's like freak, like rarities like Amy where, like, uh-huh. That that's one in a generation where I she just got stratospheric.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize she came from from that show.
1: That was her. I yeah. think she'd done live at Gotham before that, but that was her first proper TV break. Uh-huh. And then obviously she went on to do a hundred other TV things, <laughs> and then and now she's a movie star. Movie stars. Yeah. Um, so do you still watch Last Comic Standing? I'm three episodes behind on the most recent season, so you know no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Okay. Although I do now know who wins. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I saw. I missed most of the previous season, but I've, I've always got friends on it, so I'm more, I've, mm-hmm. I'll am i generally tune in just to see how my friends do, and also just out of vague interest to see how much they've changed it. And
0: So and, the, the most recent season is like the most normal season they've ever had.
1: Yeah, as far as I can understand, they did no challenges, they did no gimmicks. It was pretty much you show up, you do comedy, and then they tell you whether you move on or not. Yeah,
0: because the first season was pretty crazy. It was a cross between American
1: Idol and like big brother. Yeah. And they, they, they were trapped in a house, right? A few of the first scenes they did that, including the one before and after mine. Oh, so you didn't have to... We were in the Sheraton. Oh, you got to stay in a hotel. We just got to be in a hotel, and after they finished filming the day, like the filming days lasted a lot while, mm-hmm. but then by like eight or nine, whatever, they stopped filming, and then were you... you could just, you were back in your hotel room, you had access to a phone. Were you sequestered? Like, could you walk outside and... No, you could walk outside. They They... Semi sequestered you in the during the filming block. They were like, please don't leave the hotel But I think that's mostly so that they just knew that they weren't like filming costs money uh-huh. and <laughs> delays in filming costs a lot of money for network TV So they really didn't want to be like, all right, we need Matt right now. Where is he? Oh, he's in Santa Monica uh, He's on the beach. We can't get him So they were like, please stay in the hotel during this block of time, but they weren't like we could go to the restaurant, we could go to the gym, we could go to the pool, mm-hmm. we could go back to our room, and we could phone, we could Skype our friends, and that kind of thing. It was, it was fine.
0: And it was now when you did it, it was semi-live. Like while you were doing the show, they were airing the episodes as yeah. you did them. they
1: filmed, they did the initial rounds and the semi-final before they started broadcasting, and then the final stages, the final ten was being broadcast as it was being filmed. Because by the last few episodes, they were it was phone votes, Uh which they're not doing now. Like now, they kind of film it all in one block, like The Apprentice or whatever, and then they just like they know who the winner is, and they're all sworn to secrecy before it even starts broadcasting. But my one, they were like, no, on a week by week basis, people were being eliminated by phone votes. Right. So it was it was kind of weird because when you were on the show, there was like a change between like my first the semi finals and the first challenge, where suddenly the shows had gone out and people knew who I was. Oh, so before you're doing stuff and no one knew who you were. So, yeah, when then, I did the semifinals, I was still having to kind of introduce myself to an audience. But then by the, the elimination rounds, I was like, okay, I could just go lot straight into material because they know, oh, this is the English guy who looks young. Like, I didn't need to kind of go, I'm the English guy who looks young. Like, I didn't need to start with that because they were already like, yeah, we know, we just get to a bit. Do a, do a joke at us now. Okay, make us laugh, young-looking boy. Yeah, who's English. Do we mention that? We were aware of those facts. Um,
0: so... This, the the series have had a storied existence. I remember like one season, while it was
1: airing, they canceled it. Yeah, that was Alonzo Bowden's win season. That was a, that was season three, and Uh that was before I got to America, so I only heard about it after the fact. But They did a weird thing where season three was like a best of between seasons one and two's finalists. And then just before the end, they canceled it. Like the final episode. <laughs> it was just like one episode left to go and they just didn't air it. So they just went, oh, by the way, Alonzo won. It was crazy it was a press release.
0: It's like they aired in the summertime yeah. when other shows aren't going. So like what do they have more important to air
1: than the finale? I don't know, I, the of I don't know but it's TV and I'm sure someone crunched the numbers and worked out that a rerun of Law and Order was going to make them more money. than <laughs> Is Law and Order on an NBC? I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. It, yeah. They probably worked it out like, they ah, yeah, we'll make more money on advertising doing that than if we air this one episode, so that's so what we're doing. I don't know, I don't, I don't, that's the side of the business that that's why I give agents <laughs> money, because they, they do that stuff, they know how these things work and you just kinda go, you just try and be funny and try and write good things and try and perform them well and hope that people like them. So right after that
0: happened, so NBC announced they will not go to air the finale yeah. And then I saw Alonzo Bowden and some other guys perform at Rooster Teeth Feathers. Oh, yeah. That weekend. And I think it was even before, because eventually they did air the finale
1: on Comedy Central or one of That those. sounds about right. Because they've marathoned episodes since. And I know that because once every year or so, I get a check for about 20 bucks. Wow. Where? I get no money here. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think one of them's due any second now. So if <laughs> any little. Uh, Gold diggers want to hit me up. Anyone want to find a little rich spouse there? I got, yeah. I got coin trickling in. But um, yeah, they. So I think yeah, they would have probably broadcast the whole season then, including the final episode. Oh, I think um,
0: in this case, NBC cancelled it. They didn't yeah. show the finale. But then a week or two later on Comedy Central, one of those, they did air the finale. Right. Yeah, that'll be it. But that was a press release. I already knew. They said it. Then yeah. I saw Alonzo Boden, you know, in the Rooster Teeth feathers in Sunnyvale, so. Which is where I am right this very weekend. Yes. So but, if you uh, if you want to see a last comic standing, yeah. Or actually, you weren't the last comic standing. If you no. want to see a guy who was on the
1: show last. If comic I want to if you want to see someone who was near the last comic standing, <laughs> then one, one of the what's <laughs> not even penultimate, nearly. <laughs> oh, there are a couple of good Canadians on my season as well. Uh, Jerry D. Deb Giovanni. Super funny. Ralph Harris was on it as well. I don't know that they're all the finalists. But yeah. Deb and Jerry both do very well in Canada now. Oh, uh, there's this um, Lachlan, Lachlan Patterson. Patterson from last season. He's Canadian. He is. He is uh, Ian bad. Bag is a Canadian who's on this current season. Oh yeah, yeah. As is right. Norm
0: Macdonald, who's one of the judges this season. Norm Macdonald. He's interesting. He's like the guy who says bad things to everybody. He's, and sometimes
1: very good. Th- he's. A, I don't <laughs> know what role he is. And with, he's like the salmon Cowell I guess. Well, I don't know. And it's Norm as well, so you're never quite sure whether he's playing a character. Whether, some He goes from being completely tongue-in-cheek to 100% earnest. And <laughs> oh, and he'll switch on a dime. And it, it's really funny to say... I, I don't know. I love Norm anyway, so I'm just happy to see Norm Macdonald talking. I think he's... When wonderful. I saw
0: him, he'd be like, I really didn't care for that. Yeah. That's what he say. Like, deadpan. And as an
1: audience member, I'm not sure
0: if he just screwing with this guy, or is he just doesn't like this guy and
1: telling him right to his face? Yeah, I think it's often the latter. I mean, he's a real comedy purist, and sometimes he is just, nah, it's gimmicky. (laughs) Got a reaction, but it wasn't for me. And and he'll say it. I don't know. I think he's an interesting choice of the judge. He's kind of a weird, kind of cool counterbalance to the other two.
0: And Roseanne Barr surprises me, because she looks better than I ever remember her looking ever before. Oh, yeah. Like, she lost weight, and she's, she looks better now than when she was younger. It's almost like yeah. she's a lot richer
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like she's an incredibly wealthy woman.
0: <laughs> um, so, when you auditioned, was it like just a long line of like 200 comics
1: yet to be in line? And no, here's the called? other dirty little secret of auditioning uh. in Britain uh, we are all really suspicious of the show. <laughs> because we hadn't seen it. it, hadn't even been broadcast. That was the first season where they even showed it internationally. Uh-huh. So we were like I don't know if we're being set up for a full. Is this like doing Big Brother where we <laughs> they're gonna make us basically parade around half naked and squawked like an animal at the camera and then the, so get otherwise we don't get fed or whatever like is it like we didn't know what they did. So everyone was very wary. And so people did go for the auditions. But we trickled in throughout the day as word got out. Like, ah, oh, it just seems to be all right. They seem to be fairly even-handed and fair. But they're certainly, they are certainly—they had to cheat the line. Like when they did the, sh- you know, the establishing shot at the beginning of the episode uh-huh. where they run along the line outside right, and right. everyone goes woo, <laughs> and everyone's excited to be there. People in LA really were sleeping overnight. You know, they had a two-day line where. Mm-hmm they didn't have to fake that thing. Like if anything, they had to kind of tone down how crazy it was. Right. London, they were getting crew to stand in the, like they were <laughs> definitely, and they had extras dressed up in costumes. There was like a guy dressed as a beef eater and someone else dressed as like the queen or whatever, um, just as a little extra gimmick. But that, they did it as a joke, but they also kinda had to do it because they didn't get that line. They didn't right. get that sort of a thousand people descending at exactly so we're good to like a start time. A few dozen people who competed, you think? Oh, like over the course of the day they had probably a couple of hundred people okay. come into audition. Yeah. But we weren't there from five in the morning. Like uh-huh. no one had their sleeping bags on the sidewalk waiting to be the first in line. Yeah. Like we were we were warily rocking up, reading the contracts, like ah, mm-hmm. this <laughs> it
0: sounds suspicious.
1: Is this safe? Are we okay here? And and then I'm happy with how it turned out. I don't think they screwed us around, mm-hmm. but they, we were we were nervous because because right, right. this weird American TV show is appearing in London <laughs> that we've never seen, and we've just heard rumours about from like online forums. Uh-huh. And also, there's just the, it's a reality show as well. So you've got that extra level of suspicion. Then you go like, it's kind of dickish to be part of a reality show. Am I? What am I doing here? Are you selling out? Yeah, which, yes, you are (laughs) to an extent, but then you are when you do most things that beyond just, like everything in the business is selling out to an extent unless you just have Mm. this underground, unless you just work in alleyways, which brings me back to my main point. Right, The alleyway show will be the only true, honest, non-sellout show, on TV, uh, it won't even be on TV. Like people yeah. will film it with their camera phones and maybe upload it if they can be bothered. there be a be no... YouTube
0: thing, a shaky YouTube thing.
1: Yeah, and nothing even official on our channels. It'll just be like if it happens to get caught, mm-hmm. then it'll go online. But we have will no commercialism. This is the purest of the pure comedy form. Okay. Uh, like we'll have rats, and we might have to bring the rats Wait. in. But well, if you bring the rats in, then you're like. Oh, that's cheating. Yeah, You're right, absolutely. Oh God, it's got to be legit, See, this is, how, this is how quickly you sell out. Like, instantly, <laughs> you have an idea, and then the cameras come in, and everything gets perverted within seconds. Within seconds, you go, we had the purest of forms, and now already we're phoning up rat handlers. Mm-hmm.
0: I once waited two hours in line to be on the NXS reality TV
1: show. You were telling me about that yeah. just beforehand. Yeah, I didn't and, get anywhere on camera. But here's what you told me before the show. You told me that you can't sing... Correct, But you are a very big fan of NXS, yes. and you're hoping that your your fandom and your enthusiasm would carry over the... I, what, what I'm going to say is a fairly major impediment. <laughs> like, I'm going to say a fairly big stumbling block when it comes to being part of a thing oh, is yeah. if, like, the main skill set they're looking for is one that you lack. I thought it would be a great life experience. That's a and, fair enough reason to do
0: it. And now I'm telling stories about it ten years later. Perfect. There you go. I have memories. <laughs> um we got to stop for a break and then when we come back we're going to read your tweets and we're going to talk more to Matt about being British in his podcast. So don't go away. Okay. Um I forgot to press start on my timer. So can someone tell me <laughs> how far in we are? 6:40 um, um, left. left. Oh, we got to move. Okay. We have um how do I do this? I don't want to do that. I want to do, oh
1: man, I think let's bring to... this whole up. Let's bring all of this up. Here's what I think you want to do. And then edit this, and this then is this is count up or count down? Uh, This is
0: count down. That's count up. Well, there you go, I'm it's counting d- up now. She said that's before the run of credits, she get that. OK, uh-oh. OK, when I have 640, then we're done. OK. You can start shooting the gun at us when it's ready to go. <laughs> um, now, we, I know my Twitter has been making noises, so we've got to so do stuff. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'll come back. Five, four, three, two, one, two. And we're back. And we're with Matt Kirshen, and we're going to take your tweets. So um, I see a few tweets here. What do we got, John? We got, um, how are we supposed to tweet you if we don't remember the Twitter tag? Um, you can tweet us at Don Wants answer. Wait, did I mess up? Did I just do doing... it? Oh, we got sidetracked. By far, look at all these. The opinions stated here are my own, not necessarily those in my company. Okay, tweet that John don't want answer. There's no S on the end because S is for suck, and we don't. Um, we got another tweet from, from Keith. I like this guy a lot more than that regular guy. Seems really smart and funny. Get him every time. Oh, hashtag jealous. So... <laughs> You should come back every month. How's your schedule look? Uh, I mean, do you pay transport? Um, we will give you a ride within 20 miles. That's not bad. Oh, we'll pick I, mean, from I mean, i the a good 300 miles away, but... Okay. Um, we will give you a ride from the airport. Even I, SFO.
1: Wow. Like, not just SJC. That's SFO. a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly where we are right now, because you picked me up from where I'm staying, and then we drove for a bit. So, are we near to where I was staying beforehand, or? We are like five miles from that, I'm That's guessing. That's
0: pretty close. Four miles. Maybe be a long walk. We, we are in Mountain View, California. You were staying in Sunnyvale. Where well, are you performing this weekend at Rooster T. Feathers? Yeah, I am. Yes. On Saturday and Sunday.
1: <laughs> and, and Thursday or Friday, but you missed those You ones. missed those. Don't bother. Oh, it. they were good. Oh, I think they were some oh of the best god. shows I've ever seen. I think probably there's no topping what happened last you, night. You can't reproduce that thing you did last night. Oh my god, with the when stuff? When the thing fell down? With the things? No oh. one expected that to happen. Oh, people will be talking about that for a long time. And then the police well, came. Well, the people who can still talk. The police had to come in and break that up. Yeah. Yeah, so don't, don't do that. And not even, end. like, the not the emergency service. I mean, like, the band, the police. <laughs> Came in. They reformed just to deal with what happened last night. <laughs> they put great. aside their differences. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Um, so you don't sound like other people. Uh, you know, I a, sound more are, imposing, and you're a foreigner. Yeah. I got it. You're a foreigner, like me. I'm a foreigner. Yeah, you are. Um, are, you, are, you,
1: are you a citizen now of this country?
0: I am of this country and the last country. Oh, you get to have dual citizenship. I get to have dual citizenship. Woo. Yeah. so I can go to Canada. Check out Captain Fancy. I used to be because I was Canadian. I can go to Cuba, and that was like the benefit. Right. And then became American. So even though my Canadian part of me could go, I couldn't really leave my American part at half. Uh, oh, at okay.
1: so I still so I couldn't go there then. Well, cut not so now you it's can't, all You can't up. leave your American passport in a drawer and just travel on your Canadian one. Well, I could, but I think the government would
0: say you are still an American citizen and you were there and that's not allowed. I've still not gone to Cuba and I really should, because I I can. Before your citizenship comes up or something. (laughs) Does being British help your comedy, you think, being in America? Like, do you just like the funny British accent?
1: It helps, at least at first, because they think I'm more smart and charming than I am. That's what I thought, exactly. Right? Yes. Like, he's so clever and charming. Yeah. an idiot, but I sound nice. <laughs> That's all it is, it's
0: just a good voice. Um, they have different words in Britain, right?
1: Like, well, no, the same words but different pronunciations. Yeah, how, did, how does it work? In Canada you're sort of in between. So you've got a bit of the American vocab and a bit of the British stuff and so, you do you do British spelling. All we do,
0: we have British spelling, we have U's and words and we say Z. Okay. So like last night, ZZ Top was playing in Saratoga. Right. What do you what does
1: it mean to you when someone says the word momentarily? It means in a moment this will happen. Okay, I think. because in England it's for a moment. Oh. So if someone, gets, if someone in England says, I'll be with you momentarily, that means I'm gonna be with you for a very short amount of time and then I'm gonna leave. Oh, that's not at all what we think that means. Yeah. Yeah, we think, yeah, soon you'll be with me yeah. for as long as I need you. Right, yeah. <laughs> I just wonder, so the Canadians have the American version of momentarily. I guess so. Yeah. I think we're all Canadian's American vocab except for that Z. Cool. And see, we're learning.
0: You say so I like didn't that think you, you tune
1: in to learn, but you did. <laughs> Suckers. Look what you get from this show. You get education without whether you like it or not. Say aluminum. Uh, aluminium.
0: Ah, I love it. And yeah. Uh, Jonathan Ives from Apple. He he says that word oh, yeah. sometimes and it's it's endearing.
1: Were it's, you working in the same department as him for a bit?
0: No. But I was working physically near him, kind of. Okay. Yeah. I'd see him in the cafeteria sometimes. Sir Jonathan Ive now. Yeah. I had to email him because I'm a Canadian. Yeah. So I'm subject to the laws of me calling him sir. Like, Americans don't have to call him sir because... Oh, right, yeah. Americans
1: hate the British
0: monarchy and all that. The Canadians are still in it. So I
1: have to say... you're still a subject of the realm, so you have to... Yeah. And also, you know, he's obviously your knight, so he will... If, like, a battle commences... (laughs) i got to hide behind him. Yeah, and you have to... I presume... Do you have to help him with his armor and everything? Are you his... Knave? His Knave? No, it hasn't come up yet. I think the interns. Right. Yeah, Yeah. the
0: Canadian interns have to do that. So... um, we have a few moments left. You are in a podcast, which I listen to every week. Well, thank
1: you. It's called Probably Science. Yeah, it is. And
0: you talk about science, but not like professionals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just got shot, shot with an empty Nerf gun. Uh-oh. <laughs> like a... it's, it's jamming. <laughs> yes, prob- um, Probably Science is the show. We go through the weekend science news with funny people. Right. And then every so often we have scientists on. Like, normally we stumble through the stories, and then sometimes we get professional scientists on, and they're like, this is... What, if anything, accurate. is your science background? I have a degree in mathematics, which was 15 years ago, and I've forgotten nearly all of it, but it's still, like, I just... Did you do any math, or did you go right into jokes as a career? I started doing stand-up when I was a student. I started writing comedy in my first year, and I started performing it by my third year, and then I went straight into... And then I had some temp jobs, but basically I went straight into stand-up, so I've never used my degree other than... So I'm I'm useless at the subject now. All right. But I can follow it enough to talk nonsense on a podcast. All
0: right. Well, great show.